Welcome. Welcome back to our podcast. Hello. It has been such a long time. It really has. It's okay. (laughs) It's fine. We have few excuses because I have been home, but also we've both been working, so we have many excuses at the same time. Exactly. Fight us. (laughs) We are Bowing and Scraping, a Barbie podcast. Mm -hmm. We talk about Barbie movies. We're on the fourth Barbie movie. The third the Barbie fourth movie? Barbie movie. Because mm-hmm. we've done Nutcracker, Swan Lake, and Rapunzel. Yes. In not that order. Correct. And now we're doing the one, the only, the namesake of our podcast. Princess. And, 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 and. Oh, this movie. This was like, when I knew we were doing this podcast, I was so excited for this one in specific. Me too. And... The other exciting thing is that we have a microphone now, so the audio quality is hopefully much, much better. Yeah. Yay! Do your ears feel better? Do they feel less tinny? We can thank Claire's new recording thing. What's yeah. It <laughs> microphone. Microphone. <laughs> yes. You can tell them a little bit of practice for talking. I know my editing will be a lot more interesting, because <laughs> I, instead I, of being like, why can I hear the neighbors? Ah. In this recording, I'll be like, oh, wow, it's so silent. Yes, Claire's like a legit pro. Before, I was just sitting here listening to her say a bunch of words that I did not know (laughs) about sound editing. Yeah, and that's exactly how I felt when I was taking the course that I took in order to learn all of that stuff. The first few weeks, there were, I was one of only, like, three girls in my class. All the guys and the teacher would talk about this and this and that nonsense about electronics forever. And I'd be like, I have no idea what any of this like, means. Right. And by the end, I had some knowledge. And then she displayed that knowledge to me, just today. Hooray! Okay, so what is your memory of this movie? I have more memories of, these movie, of this movie, except not really of my own. It's mostly that I know that I watched it a lot as a kid. I remember going to the mall one day and listening to the soundtrack in the car with a friend. My dad has quoted this movie forever because he thinks the like evil sidekicks are so stupid. Um, and so he always says, I knew that all the time. And it's been years. <laughs> it's been over a decade since I watched those movies and oh still, goodness. he still quotes it. Wow. I mean, those sidekicks are like really something. They really are. This movie, I don't know, man. I think it's just above and beyond the other Barbie movies. The other ones are good, they hold a place, but like this one, there's something about it, like the production of it, okay, the animation is not better, it's just not, but like something, the music is actually like very skilled, I think. The music is really good, and it's the first musical, so they're singing along, which is really good. Right. They had some really good singers, I was mm-hmm. impressed. Music-wise, I mean, it was very good, but we had been listening to Tchaikovsky, so it was also kind of a step down. <laughs> It seems to think that we keep stopping talking, but we're not stopping talking. We are continuing to talk. So we're just going to keep hoping that it doesn't do that, and so we don't have to constantly restart our sentences. But as we were saying, it was kind of a step down, but also it's the best one. Yes, because, I mean, like, there's classical music, and then there's musicals, you know? That's true. And those are two different things, and... I have to say, musicals are just, like, a step up for fun, you know? Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. And as for the music, the only real trivia about it is that the last couple movies have been by the London Film Harmonic Mm -hmm. Orchestra, and this one was recorded by the Czech Film Harmonic Orchestra, Mm. which was interesting. I wonder why the change. I don't know. I never think about Czechoslovakia, really. 
Except apparently their their orchestra. It's the same guy, composer, who wrote it. I can't remember his name. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's the same one. And okay. there wasn't any other interesting tidbits about this movie Arna in terms Roth. of music. Hmm? Arnold Roth. Arnold Roth. That sounds right, yeah. Right? I think so. Right, yeah. Arnie Roth? Don't fact check us. We're right. <laughs> Something like that. Um, <clears throat> oh, the other music fa fact check is that Erica and Annalise's voices are the same when they're talking. It's both Kelly Sheridan, but it's two what? different singing voices. What? And I was trying to figure uh, it out. Yep. <laughs> I think that Kelly Sheridan just changes her register. She's like, now I am Erica. Now I am Annalise. It's the mm. same person. <laughs> But she's very talented, like Kelly Sheridan. So. It's true. It's true. I, it wasn't so obvious. Well, I actually didn't even think about it at all. My first note says this is the best Barbie movie of all. And I do actually stand by that. I think that as we go, maybe I'll discover that I have another favorite or something. There are some standouts to me, but this one is just quintessential. I think if you watch one, this is the one. No other Barbie movie is made about, you know, any of the evil, you know, trolls. We've got Preminger in this movie. Yes. There are accounts on Instagram and Twitter, multiple accounts that I think we might follow, that are of Preminger. And I think that really speaks to the icon that is Preminger. I agree. And he also, he's so funny and ridiculous. And also he's the first evil guy who has more of a plan. He All does. the other evil guys were just evil. Yeah, he had. Except for I mean, kind of the Rapunzel lady, but still. Mm -hmm. Some of these changes might be because this was the first Barbie movie released under Lionsgate after they bought the rights of the films from Artisan, who made the first Oh, that's... Three. A, did they... And then did Lionsgate, Lionsgate own it forever then, after that? Yeah. Forever. They just made it... They, yeah, they've kept it forever. Right. And that's kind of, I think... First of all, I'm shocked that the animation stayed exactly the same between the two companies. But also, <laughs> it kind of makes sense, because some of the, like, slight differences keep going after that. Mm -hmm. And it's probably just because they changed hands. That was one thing I noticed... Okay, well, if we can just talk more about Preminger for <gasps> a moment. Um, he was much more, like, detailed than... Honestly, any of the other characters in this movie, like, I noticed that he actually had, like, lines between his teeth, and, like, yeah. his, his face almost looked, like, realistic in some way. Martin Short is Preminger. Right. Okay, so I, I did not put that together. Who else plays some of these characters? Are they more famous people? No, Martin Short is the one famous okay. guy. Okay. And he's, like, pretty famous. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, I've been watching a bunch of interviews with him and Steve Martin right now, which is why I'm surprised. Yeah, the Martins. Anyways, so that's cool. Alright. He's randomly in this movie. What other fun trivia is there? It had a lot of nominations for movies, like for uh, awards such as the DVD Exclusive Awards again, and the VSDA Awards, which I don't remember. It won Children's Title of the Year. Of course it did. Um, Preminger's... Preminger's voice actor and his character designer were nominated for the award of Best Animated Character Performance. And also, it's the first movie to not have Kelly and Barbie introduction. <gasps> That's right! Which I immediately noticed and was so happy about. Oh my about. goodness, they no just skipped vague, that part. like, they skipped, where are they? Yeah, what? they skipped right to just Barbie telling the story. Mm -hmm. I making like my them. dreams come I true. I feel like I like them for the movies that they're in, and they make sense for those ones. And they are nostalgic, and there's something about that, like... I mean, they do make me laugh, but... They're fully unnecessary. Also, this movie's a bit longer. Is it? How much longer is it? Um, not a ton. I think the other ones are like an hour ten, and this one's an hour thirty. Oh, all right. So, full-length movie. kind of notice notable, which is probably why Preminger got his own song. Do you have more trivia for us? 
Um, there was a bunch more down there. Like, this is the only one with the devil wedding. This is the first right, movie okay. where Barbie plays two characters. Fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Preminger doesn't have any magical abilities, which is notable. He's oh. the first evil villain to not uh, have magic. Actually, I did wonder that as we were going through. I was like, does he cast a spell or not? I, is he going to hypnotize the queen? But no, the queen just... I don't know how she doesn't see he's evil, but no, a, cat, a spell is not cast over her. She just doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> she just thinks, oh, evil laugh. He's just weird. I don't know. Um, and then it also is kind of funny that in the teaser trailer for this movie, mm-hmm. Annalisa's singing voice was different from the one used in the movie. Because oh, they recast they it. Oh. After the fact, I guess. Wow. She could have, you know, been part of those <laughs> awards. Okay. Do we want to go through the movie? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh, t- to start with, with that introduction, she's going through this whole story, mm-hmm. this whole sad thing about these two kids growing up, but the thing that got me was just the subtitles hadn't been on or, like, weren't really noticeable, <laughs> and the first one I noticed was many years past, and I was like, wow, really, um, really specific you have going there. <laughs> many years It's past. been years. Yeah. Oh, we didn't read the thing. What thing? Mm. Oh, yes, the summary. The summary. Okay. We're out of practice. So we've got the summary on the back of the DVD. This DVD is a very special, like, sparkly version, it says. Mm-hmm. In her first animated musical featuring seven original songs, Barbie comes to life in this modern retelling of a classic tale of mistaken identity and the power of friendship. Based on the true story by Mark Twain, Barbie as the Princess and the Pauper features Barbie, registered trademark, in a exciting dual role as a princess and a poor village girl, two girls who look amazingly alike. The girls' paths are fated to cross when Princess Annalise is captured and Erica, her lookalike, must try to save her. Can Erica pretend to be the princess and foil her captor, the evil Preminger? And what of the handsome King Dominic, who falls in love with Erica, mistaking her for Annalise? In this magical musical performance, two beautiful, adventurous girls dare to follow their dreams and discover that destiny is written in a very special place. Your heart. Wow. 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 That's the moral? What's the moral? Well, we're skipping to the moral part of the podcast. Live your dream. That's the moral. There were there was one way better moral in this movie that they explicitly state at the end. Oh. That is not just live your dream. Claire, was it doing No, but no no no. That one's just trash. <laughs> the one at the end was good. Something means doing the things duty means doing the things your heart may well regret. Awful. <laughs> duty means doing the things you your heart may well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so trash. That one's so trash. Live Your Dream is, like, maybe slightly better, but there was one actually good moral near the end of the movie that was so much better than anything else. Live Your Dream and that line are actually in direct opposition. Like, it's just like... Completely. Yeah. I mean, that's they're... not the same. To be fair, they're saying that before they go through all of the personal growth, so I guess that might be it. Right, true enough. Because, I mean, like, listen, responsibilities are important, it's good to be dutiful to things, but, like... Yeah, it's also okay to say, this is not serving me anymore. I'm going to move on. Yeah, come on, guys. So silly. This is not serving me anymore. It's not hurting anybody if I leave. I can go. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. You don't have to be like, I'm going to have regrets, but I'll do it. We're back. Okay. Right. 
So, going into the beginning of the movie. <laughs> what, how many no. minutes in are we like? Okay. 17 minutes. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, here we go. So, we're starting the movie now. Yep. <laughs> so, we, yes, we start with a song, right? Yeah, there's and, like that little intro yeah. about being like, oh, those poor souls, and then they go into the first song. <laughs> so, it's the princess singing mm-hmm. about blah, 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 I am a princess. What is the first song, though? I need it in the song list. One second. Okay. Right, because they're not singing about being free yet. Like, uh, this, my note for it, it says, starts right off with a banger. Every word of this is engraved on my heart. No, it's not. I can't even remember it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I have a quote also that says, you have 20, maximum 22 minutes. Blah, blah, blah. And he's oh, yeah, like, yeah. you need to rush. And I mean rush to the oh. cultural society. Yeah. Yes. And then what? Oh, come on, brain. This is just silly. Free. Really? How does free go? Oh, okay. So, yeah, it is free. They're singing about, like, okay. Oh, do, 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 Yes. I was just, I had the, I had the, um, the, like, bridge in my head that was like, I close my eyes. And I was like, I don't know what song this is, so I'm skipping to the middle. It's so good. It is really good. I just, wow. It's, I don't know if people who watch it, like, as adults really like it as much as, like, people who watch it as kids and have it, like, as, as was written, engraved on their heart (laughs) like do you know how majestic incredible though it would be to watch that scene if it was a live action movie that they remade they should make a live action it would be really good good. they're making a live action barbie which they record i've seen pictures and videos now really from the movie we'll talk about that but it is not that Right. They just need that Disney money. They like, need that Disney money. They don't have that Disney money to Do get them. Do they need Disney money? To get a live action that's, like, very good. They I just... Feel like, or to get anyone to, like, bother to fund a live action for an old Barbie movie. They just need, like, the Princess Diaries level money, which is yeah. less than Disney. But that's also Disney money. Oh. Oh, I guess so, yeah. You know that's saying? true. Yeah, yeah. So that's the first song. One thing I noticed in the first <laughs> song, they animated the vibrato, which I was like, wow, this is a 10 out of 10. However... <laughs> I have a note from from later. Mm -hmm. There is... The next song is You're Just Like Me. No, no, no. It's Preminger. Okay. How can I But basically, they only do the bravado animating in the first song, which is Uh when they're the furthest away. Right. So every close-up of Mm. people singing is not vibrato animated, which I think is so funny and also stupid. <laughs> Why did you not keep it up, guys? Did you just, like, have a little bit of extra time in your reco- in your animating budget and you were like, well, I'll just, you know, for those few frames. Yep. I'll do it and then never mind. We don't need to go on too much about the animation, but, like, if I, like, wow, if you watch that last scene with the wedding and stuff, like, some of the background people, like, they don't even have full faces, like, like, <laughs> no, like they look yeah. like clay, and they're just kind of, like, they don't really have, like, the outline of eyes, and they don't really have, like, the outline of lips, like, they just are kind of there. It's so rough. Yeah. Um, I also said that there's one line in the first song, or, like, the story that Erica has about having to pay for her parents' debt made mm-hmm. me so invested in my parents' finances as a child. I was like, if I'm gonna have to pay for your debt when I'm dead, you better get your act together and like <laughs> is this how it works and your boss is gonna hold me captive to yeah. keep the work going it was one of those things where like i just knew it was a little stupid enough that i never said my reasoning out loud uh-huh. i just was really interested and nosy about it uh-huh. and now i look back and i'm like why did my parents not ask me why i was so invested also there's a really awkward in, uh like conversation 
in the middle of the song where the queen just comes in and is like, "Hun, you have to marry them. And she's like, I know. That's what I... Okay, yeah. Mother... Okay, mother barges in. Sorry, you gotta marry King Dominic. And she's like... And then she immediately changes. She's like, oh, look, another engagement gift. Like, Barbie literally just said, like, oh, I know, mother, I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, they really breeze, like, they more they breeze into it, they breeze out of it. Yes. It's not a conversation you just walk in, right? say, and leave. <laughs> like, if I came into your house and I was just like, oh, man, like, I don't know, isn't it so terrible that you have to, whatever. I don't know. I Drop out of school? Yeah. It's like, like Bring up some weird, like, very dramatic thing that's going on in your life, and then, like, just And you're like, leave. oh. And huh. you're like, oh, check it out. Oh, well. Moving on. <laughs> oh, well. Moving on. Whatever. Yeah. And also, something about the mother that's weird. I feel like I'm going to really rag on the mother. I'll try not to too much, because, you know, she's a sweet, uh, well-meaning woman. I just feel like she was, like, not knowing what's going on. She's also barely in the movie. She is. And her glasses were not attached to her head. They were just floating on the end of her nose, and one time she pushed them up, and I was like, push them up for what? They're not attached to your face! Oh no! Yikes! They had, they were just like spectacles, and they didn't attach to her ears. Like, oh. they, you know what I'm saying? They didn't have, what is that, arms on them. You're right. Yep. That's wild. Very weird, like she's a VeggieTales character. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. And then we have a very quick tone shift. Suddenly, Preminger's there. And then, yes. And then we meet Preminger, like, really fast. And we pretty much get Preminger's whole plan pretty fast, too. We totally do, yeah. yeah. We learn his whole deal. And that song is also incredible. I should have written a couple of the lines down, but I was like, this is actually, like, very good lyrics. These are so interesting. He's mad. I've been bowing. I've been scraping. I've been lying like a rug. So he's had to pay his dues for 10 years? What did he do? Oh my gosh. Did he do, do something? Did he do a whole podcast just about this song? Was lyrics. he Erica in another life? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Maybe. Interesting. <gasps> what if they made a live action prime? Princess of the Popper remake, but it was, like, from the perspective of Preminger. Oh my goodness. I would die. I feel like so that funny. would be it. Like, they'd be like, mm, he was right. And uh, you know what? I bet it would be... What's his name? The guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I feel like he'd do that. The one who plays the main character. What's his name? Adam... A- Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Would be Preminger? <gasps> That'd be so good. Oh, that would be good. That'd be Ooh, really good. Actually, now I'm thinking, like, who who would be these characters? His wife in, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine <laughs> could also be Erica. That would fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also yep. it could be... Chelsea Peretti could be Annalise. Yeah. Shania Twain could be the voice of Erica. <laughs> yes. I don't... I'm a su- I'm the suitor who will suit her is really good. Yes. That is really good. Raise every glass and rouse every cheer. Praise that the reign of Preminger is here. Don't praise. Cry. <laughs> Cry. Like a moat. An ermine. What is oh, ermine? I was gonna Google what an ermine coat is. We're gonna find out right now. Even though she treats me coldly, it's a sign of inner fire. Oh, Yikes. So funny, though. Ermine is an animal. Oh, okay. This is an ermine coat. Oh, it's one of those, like, big, like, royal fur things. I mean, he, yes, it's essentially, and it's got those little black, like, flecks in it. Yeah. Yes. It also says bullion in some in this one part. You can bet your bullion there'll be no I do's. <laughs> also, it took us most of the movie to realize that their names were Nick and Knack, which is Nick Knack, which is actually really funny. Yes. 
My ego doesn't bruise. Oof. That's something you want your future husband to say. How can I refuse? When our ceremony's over, I'll arise and take the throne. And that nitwit? <laughs> Yikes! Wow, what a way. Okay. Wow, what a journey. It's such a good song. Also, he's like, I'm the best husband ever. Like, best option. And I'm like, there are so many other better options. Pretty much most of them. This guy, I don't know what he wanted to do. Like, did he just want to be rich? Like, or powerful? I guess so. He like, like what both. is his first thing? You know, when he... I mean, I guess he's gonna buy an Armine coat. I think he really just wants the clothes involved. Um, Preminger is actually kind of the best example of how good the voices are in this movie. Mm. Because he's so good at doing ridiculous, like, highway up here! But he still manages to, like, land the notes when he needs to. Which is a really difficult skill. If you start somewhere crazy, it's hard to get back to where you're supposed to be. But he Ah. was doing an excellent job. I guess that makes sense because Martin Short, I think he's a character type actor that way. He does a lot of fun voices and things that he's... Um, as much as I love that song, it is hilariously over the top for the first song you're meeting the evil character about. It's so long. It's longer yes. than the intro song, I think. Honestly, my note was, when is this on Broadway? Like, I feel like this this song was too good for any of the other Barbie movies. Listen, I love the other Barbie movies, but this is just... So good I'm and ridiculous. Speaking, I couldn't speak highly more highly of this movie. <laughs> And this song and Preminger as character. Oh my gosh. So true. Uh, I think at this point we're introduced to the dog and the cat. Yes. Serafina and Midas. Midas. Midas has a gold tooth that he's very attached to. That's a thing in this movie. (laughs) Serafina has a bald tail. Mm -hmm. And I completely forgot about this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Also... The poodle's accent is incredible. Is he like New York or is it Boston? I think it's New York. <laughs> but he's like my tooth! As much as they've changed a bunch of things, they still are using like nine different shades of accents. <laughs> yeah. They have a French horse, a vaguely British evil dude, Americans, a New York, I think, <laughs> poodle, a British dog, and Cockney sidekick dudes. <laughs> I do love that about these movies. Let's keep Recording equipment is really finicky. <laughs> the cats, there's so many accents. We're going to start recording or yes. like paying attention to how many there are. Yes. And then and we already have. And then we get to the part where they're like talking about meeting the king, yes. Dominic, and Preminger goes, ah! <clears throat> yeah, that. Yes. And we are introduced to Julian, who is our first prince, I guess we would call him. He's. Um, Annalise's suitor. He's the advisor. What does he do? He's horticulturalist. What does he do? I don't know. He's Julian and he like teaches her stuff. He's right. interested in rocks. So yeah, he must be some sort of like the landscaper or something. Right. He like works for the palace, but they've been friends forever. She's obviously in love with him. He's obviously in love with her. And now she has to marry King Julian as the mother told her in the first scene or whatever. Yeah. Oh, he's a prince. What? Oh. No, he's not. No. That's One minute. I need to know Get out of here. Story. It's in Barbie movies wiki. Julian. Tru- Tudor. Oh, that makes it okay. a little weird, but oh, it's okay. Tudor. Okay. It's fine. They're the same age, though, basically. How he's just a man. How old was he when he started tutoring <laughs> Like, they I don't know. each other a long time, right? It's I guess true. maybe a couple years. Yeah. Like, he'd probably just be, like, a few years older so that he's, like, like, beyond her in school. Right. Sure, that's what we're going to say. We're going to go with that, and we're going to gloss over it. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So what do we feel like about Julian? 
I like Julian. He's a yes. quiet, gentle soul. He really is. He's her best friend, which mm-hmm. is great. Yes. And he likes rocks. Yeah, I like them. They have a true friendship as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and it's like it's hard to it's hard to convey in, in Barbie animation, but like they're comfortable with each. We're just gonna go with it and hope for the best. And if it works out badly, not our fault. Blame yeah. Cubase. Um, I thought cool. it was so sad for him that he had to deliver all the news about <laughs> King Dominic visiting. Thank you. Also, if he's just the tutor, why is he having to deliver the news? Like he's not. That's, That's a great weird. question, actually. Yeah. I have no idea. Like, you know what would be depressing for you? Just that. that. So therefore, it must be your job. Yeah. Huh. Too bad for you. Yeah. Oh, and he even reps for King Dominic. He's like, no, he's a good guy. Like, da-da-da. Like, it's gonna be a good marriage and whatever. And like, man, just Julian. You are, well. Maybe Julian's getting, no. That's too dark. I was like, maybe Julian ends up getting forced into this marriage at the end. <laughs> She's like, we're getting married, and he's like, uh-huh. wait, huh? which marriage? The, when he gets married at the end, too. <gasps> to Annalise. Yeah, but he doesn't have any like. He has any, no reason to he, say yes if yeah. he doesn't want to. That's a good point. Yes, good. I believe his love is pure. I agree. Uh, then Erica and Annalise meet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, we look so alike. Yes. Listen, there's one difference though. Uh, Annalise has a crown-shaped birthmark. <laughs> and blonde hair. Yes. Yeah, so Julian takes Annalise out into town. That's worth noting. And that's where she meets Erica, who is singing. And you learned that Dominic wasn't initially... Oh, no, he's pretending to be a page, so he says that he, like, lived in that apartment. Now, yeah. I have a question. We never back to that story was he making that up or did he live there because he wanted to get experience in the kingdom in a kingdom or something mm. because he said that like his family couldn't afford a house julian was the one julian Julian was the one who took him julian but julian is supposed to be a prince according to this wikipedia i'm so confused i think julian is not a prince i think julian was mistaken to be a prince according to barbie wiki okay but he is not (laughs) shame on barbie wiki maybe he became a prince after he married annalise Oh, yeah, probably. So they're going by his later title. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> they're Man. giving him his correct accolades. I see, I see. But before, he is, you know, a mere, whatever, a tutor. And then he says, like, oh, this is where my family lived and studied. And she was like, which house was yours? And he's like, it was a room, actually. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. He's yeah. like, it's fine. It's like, whatever. My room is fine. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. I live in a castle now, so there. <laughs> so it's fine. And then, so she meets Erica, and then they talk for a minute, and she's like, I'm the same as you, and she's like, you're an indentured servant? And I'm like, you tell her, Erica. <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm, okay. Um, she seems a little out of touch with the whole needs hierarchy. Yeah, I would say, like, like, I understand that at the core, they both feel trapped, but in, like, in... Such different... Vital needs, yeah, I'd say that Erica has a lot of vital... You know what I would say if I was in Annalise's position? Mm. How much debt do you have? Let me pay you out of it. Oh my gosh, that's a perfect solution. It would have been so quick. Yeah. It would have been done. That's a genius solution to this movie, although it... um, Makes the movie not necessary. Yeah, there wouldn't have been as many good songs, so we'll pretend it couldn't happen. There's no possible way. Madame Carp is too powerful. And then the song that I think is like the quintessential song of this movie is You're Just Like Me. Mm-hmm. You're just like me. Na-na-na-na. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na. 
That's the only one, that's the only tune from this movie that I could remember throughout many, many years of not watching it. Hmm, yeah. Like, that I really know. I think that is the main one. Although, <laughs> it's very funny, they were going through and like a lot of the things they were saying were like, yeah, that is pretty similar. Mm-hmm. And then they just said, a heart that beats. I guess they're saying like, we're Clearly. both human. Look. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's just, it was between a bunch of other things. It followed, we both take responsibility. Yeah. And you're like, heart the beats. Like, okay. okay. And it, also in that song, there is a line where Annalise says, um, while she eats breakfast, strolling minstrels play and somebody rubs her feet while that's happening. That <laughs> sounds insane. <laughs> that sounds crazy. I would also feel trapped in that life, to be fair. Yes. But also, whew. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, right? Because their feelings are similar and they're able to relate to each other, but like... At the same time, Annalise is like, everything's wonderful, which is the problem. And Erica's like, I work all day. (laughs) And it's awful. And it's awful. (laughs) Which is the problem. Anyways, but, I mean, Annalise is willing to switch spots. So much she doesn't like her life that she's like, I will literally do anything to get out of it. I would love to be in your place. Which is great. She needs some perspective. Yeah, she can go see what that's like. Erica is, of course, like, absolutely, I will take your place in the palace. And so, uh, then we go back to the cat for a while. Cat and the dog situation. And there's one part where Serafina is like, I may be a feline, but I'm dainty or something like that. And I was like, what? Serafina loves to give a little reason why she's about to do the thing she's about to do. <laughs> but that was the main thing. Oh, uh, yes. She was like, I may be a cat, but I'm still gonna do it in a royal style. Exactly. Like, honestly, yes. I do think of cats as being quite a royal mm-hmm. being, so I don't know why she felt the need to say that she was gonna do it fancy. <laughs> and then we cut to another thing in the castle, and I don't remember what it is, but there is one guy in it, one animated guy, who reminds me of a combination of the following. Thomas the Train. <laughs> the clock from Beauty and the Beast. Oh my gosh! No, no, no! It's it's Dominic's dad! Yeah! <laughs> yes! The clock from Beauty and the yeah. Beast! Yeah! His and face then, is, like, fully flat. Like, and also, Karina and I, ha- yesterday, had to watch... I had to take a nap. Yeah, honestly. We were both really tired, so we put on Grey's to just be in the background of Grey's Anatomy, and it he also looks like the opera singer that was on that episode of Grey's that I watched. Oh my gosh. It was like a combination of all three of those things. I was not supposed to talk to Karina, which we always fail at, but we were trying, right. and By the end of the movie, it. it always comes out. <laughs> yeah, by the end of the movie, Karina, in particular, like, burst. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. Oh my, I love to talk through movies. It's like my favorite thing. I know, me too. It's, it's really hard. It's why I watch movies with people. If I wanted to not talk, I'd watch it alone. Yeah. Sometimes I choose to watch movies with Karina in particular, because I know she won't get mad at how much <laughs> we talk through the movie. It's the reason. Yeah. The henchmen are trying to steal the cat, um... And by to do that, they like get the mouse, and that's when Serafina's like, Oh, I may be a lady. And then so they trap her, and then the one guy says, uh, Like, yes, your highness. And then the other one mocks him and is like, Yes, your highness. But the first guy sounded like he was already doing a mocking voice, like himself. He sounded like he was already mocking somebody. What you <laughs> that's funny. Um, I wondered what Preminger's power is over these guys. Like, does he, is he going to give them some of the money? Or like, I mean, he's not, obviously, but he will probably promise that to him. To I them, think or... he's promising them rich, to be rich. Right. Because or... he's so mean to them. Like, why don't they just take off? Or he said he just paid a bunch of debts. So I wonder if they owe him. Ah. And they're his indentured servants. Maybe. Yeah. But no, yeah, they didn't say. There's no escaping indentured servants mm-hmm. here. Yeah. They're kind of like, true. well, I guess we're out in this forest alone, but... 
Yeah. We'll just stay and deal with the princess, I guess. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe maybe they're all, like, secretly love each other, you know? They're like, ah, we're, like, we're a family. And then we go over to the next song, which is To Be a Princess, which is the classic telling of what it means to be a royal. Yes. And what is frittering? <laughs> well, what? And twittering. Yeah. But it, wasn't, it was pre-twitter. So... Yes, I don't know. Wasting time, money, or energy on trifling matters. Define trifling. Unimportant or trivial matters. Okay. There's this really slow-mo, and I don't remember exactly what they do, but the king is so suspicious of Erica. And there's this, like, slow pan of him being like, huh? When she comes out to meet all the royals, he's like, who are you? What is this? But everyone else just accepts it, so I think he moves on. Right. He's like, all right. Wait, are we talking about, like, King Dominic? I think. I just said the king. I said the king or whatever. So, yes, it would be Dominic. Because I was confused about who yeah. he was. I Dominic... feel like that look was the look of true love. Like, he was falling in instant love with her. I don't know. I just know. Page. I just know the slow-mo was like... <laughs> I bet it was him being like, huh? Right. <laughs> like, Which was very funny. It seemed like a suspicious, like, a, I think I like you now, but why did it change when you're supposed to be the same person? I see. I think this is from before, but I have a note that Preminger has natural charisma and that his better bet than being, like, actually outwardly evil. I'm screaming, why is he outwardly evil so much? And people don't realize. I know. Preminger <laughs> like, really, really sucks. Like, like he... He is literally so rude to everybody all the time and then just in general like someone asks him a question he's like how dare you ask me that like but also is like giving evil laughs all the time he like he will leave a room and be like ha 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 okay <laughs> I, I think he might be evil he's so clearly a terrible person yes but he does have the natural charisma I feel like he could turn on the charm and actually woo the I mean the princess is pretty smart I don't think she would fall for it but like everybody else I feel like he is wooing people. He's wooing the queen and convincing her with, like, no No reason at all. He's not like Rasputin. Like, Rasputin, he didn't just come... He came in with the charm. It was mm. like, oh, look at me. And everyone was like, right. we love you. And then he's like, mm. ha, ha, ha. Preminger just showed up and was evil. And they yeah. were like, cool. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, I guess he's the advisor, though. He's really important to us for some reason. But he just showed up. He always gives really weird, self-serving advice, but we do love him. Yeah. Anyways, um, I just think he could do better as an as an evil uh, <laughs> character. I think he could do better. Yeah. What happens? Like Preminger hands Prince Julian or whatever or the Queen like a card that is from Annalise who has been captured. And what does it say on it? Huh? It's, what? It's he hands her a card and it smells like something. I'm only saying this because I have a note that Julian is like just so dead gone over. Annalise that he smells it and he's like what this smells like I don't know, lavender or something he's like rose it was always rose like Aww. he's like she always like scents her stationery oh, yeah. rose does that happen yet because um, have we talked about Annalise being in Erica's place yet I honestly don't know I feel like we're jumping around you're jumping I'm around. jumping around so something happens about a ghost and a sheet and a cat and honestly I don't have any <laughs> recollection of this and why was that cat like floating how was it floating i don't know how it was flo there's a lot of confusion oh that happens later okay i don't know also annalise literally lasted zero minutes in erica's shoes she, oh yeah she shows up and the lady's like yeah. make dresses and she's like how on earth am i supposed to do that and the other lady's like so you're not erica and she's like no i am not please help me and the lady's like you really should have thought this through <laughs> 
And then, and then the dress lady says, shut up, which I was shocked by, because I feel like they would oh, never put that in movies now. It's almost a swear. Yeah. Like, for kids, like, yeah. Especially now. I feel like when I was a kid, it was beginning to be a problem, but now mm-hmm. I hear swearing more than I hear shut up. Interesting. With the kids that I work with now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite rude and jarring, like, to hear the way that lady was speaking to her. Yeah. Like, whoa, I feel like, wow, I think I know she's meant to be mean, but whoa. Yeah, I wonder what Annalise thought it was going to be like. Like, it seemed like she was like, this is freedom. Or was she, you know, mm-hmm. was she like, let's just do this for fun for a bit? Or I wonder what she thought it would be like to be writing, like, in this dress shop. Yeah. As an indentured servant. Like, I'm, like, I'm surprised that she agreed, I guess. And then Serafina does something in order to get Annalise out. Yes. And there, there's confusion there. Although I did ah! write down, if I was Serafina, Anna would still be in the debt dungeon right now. There's no way that I would have done. And I don't even remember what it is. Oh, no, it's Wait. because she has to jump out of the window and, like, go around. And I was yes. like, no, if I was that cat, oh my goodness. Annalise would have just died in the debt dungeon. Absolutely there not. was no way. Yes. Okay, so they... Right, because she ends up bringing the note. They That's put where we are, a little, yeah. like, dress tag into a ring, and they put that around Serafina's neck, and Serafina takes it back to the palace and stops it off, and it ends up in Preminger's hands, unfortunately, and Preminger goes to take Annalise to the cabin, Mm -hmm. where he plans to keep her for some time, until he's gonna return her and make everybody happy. And then they cut back to Erica, and this is the clearest, probably clothing choices in Barbie history that I have ever seen, which I think is so funny. The yellow, like, pajama dress Mm. that Erica wears. Yeah. It's probably the clearest. Like, when I saw it, it was such deja vu. I was like, I have seen this. And I, like, hold this. I don't have, I don't hold images in my head. I can't see things in my head. But, like, I can, like... (sighs) I don't even know how like, to explain this is it. the one image I, I have. I can, like, feel it in my soul. Honestly. Um, and the nurse also, in that, somewhere in there, in my head, there's a photo of that. Ah, uh, That yes. I can't access, but it is there, because, like, mm-hmm. I can, it's so clear to me. That is interesting about watching old movies that you haven't seen in years. Like, it's been a long time since I've seen this one, too. And every line, it was like... I kind of could tell what they were about to say before they said it, you know? Like, I didn't name it if I tried to, but when they said it, I was like, yes, that fits, that fits, that yeah. fits. It was like doing a puzzle where you knew where every piece went. And then uh, Dominic finally is like, I'm sorry I pretended to be the king. Mm-hmm. Or I b- pretended to be a page. I'm the king. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, he was pretending to be the page? Right. Not horrible clear. So costume. Not clear. Like, it's a horrible, like, um, yeah, costume for him terrible disguise. He was literally wearing just, like, a different hat. It was the same outfit, even. He wore yeah. the same color. It was confusing for us. I I actually learned that information just on this watch. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that ever before. Yep, no clue. No but clue at all. he was dressing as a page. Oh, and then they go to the next song, which is, um, the dog cat one. What is it called? <gasps> Best line is, you're no status quo, Calico. Calico. So I keep trying to be your bow wows the cat's meow. What is it called? The cat's meow. Okay. okay. <laughs> Outside in the hallway, Dominic is like, you're incredible. Yes, he's just listening to her. Imagine one day telling your future children, I knew I was in love when I heard your mother sing a pep talk to her cat who's basically a dog. <laughs> Who wouldn't fall in love, though? I think that... I mean, it's so cute. Yes. I'd be a little concerned. 
at first. If I didn't know them very well, I'd be like, are you okay? Like, what's going on with you? Are you oh. writing a complicated song about your cat dog? <laughs> she's just, she's so pure hearted. Like, it was so lovely. Like, yeah. Oh, she's just trying to like, pep him up. He's not even that upset. Like, he just like, tried to meow and then like, turn into a bark and she's like, listen, don't for one second think I don't love you for who you are, you cat. And then, um, and then it goes into the part where she comes out of the bath mm-hmm. and she, uh, goes to the bathroom and Dominic's like, how about we sing a song? Um, she does not question why he knows she can sing. Mm-hmm. He, she should question it. And then the song that will accompany many a 2000s kid's wedding. I know oh my goodness. like more than one person yeah. who intends to use it in their wedding. Yep. And totally we are of course talking about this beautiful duet between them, which even ends in like this kind of like is it in a ra- in the round kind of thing. Yeah. Where like they're singing the two parts over each other and it's just mwah, mwah, chef's kiss. It's so good. If you love me for me. So good. Not like that though. Not the way I sound it. <laughs> Oh, something happens in there where, like, there's another thing of Preminger, and he's just, like, in every scene, he's just grimacing. Like, he's just, like, ugh. Or he's always screaming right. out. He's, like, ah! Because like, he grimaces, and then they, like, sit down together, and the romancing eyes is yeah. insane. Oh, my gosh. Adelie, or Erica's, like, please just love me with her eyes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yes. It is the looks that everyone gives each other in If You Love Me For Me. Yes. Like, they're just, like, wow, the love. You can... Yeah. It's almost too much. Holy crap. Somehow, Barbie gets trapped in a cave. Is that right? She gets trapped in a cage because Preminger puts her there because he's like, you're going to get married very soon, so you can't be in the mines. I'm going to marry your mother instead. And the queen is more appropriate. I will give him that. Like, age-wise. Like, I don't know why he just didn't think that that was the better choice in the first place. So insane that he's just like, eh, the daughter didn't work out. We'll try for the... Mom. For the mom. Start with the mom. Yes, and what reason does he give the mom for why he should marry her? Okay, first of all, Preminger just goes up to the guards and is like, hey guards, I'm coming in. And they're like, alright. The guards must have more agency than that because he's not even royal. And then he comes in and he just tells them this whole thing about how she's died in the mines because like the person who kidnapped her or whatever put her there and then it collapsed. They made okay. it collapse or something. Mm-hmm. And the queen is heartbroken. But no one checks fact check. Look in the mines. The mines are not collapsed. They're perfectly fine. It right, would have taken... Like, we won't even check. Preminger is so trustworthy. We have only ever been able to trust Preminger. <laughs> he is not evil at all. Not one evil laugh have I heard from him. <laughs> Julian, on the other hand. And it's like, what is going on? And then Preminger is just like having, like rejoicing in public. Uh-huh. Having a grand old time, laughing his head off, <laughs> and no one thinks to question him. He's like him. literally about to buy an ermine coat. <laughs> he is the definition of being drunk on power, and he just is so confused. I don't know why no one notices. Meanwhile, oh my goodness. Julian and Annalise are in the dungeon. Or no, they're in the mine still. They she are has trapped to show in the mine. That rock. And at this point, is Erica in jail? <laughs> Erica is in jail. Yeah. So first of all, Annalise is like, Julian, you're like this rock. And he's like, what? Okay. She's Which, like, I love that they had him recognize how bizarre of a start that is. But right. she got somewhere. Yes. I'm assuming on the outside, but a duel on the inside. Yeah, something treasured, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Which, fair enough. Yes. All right, how would you feel if someone told you that? And then they cut to Preminger and the Queen, like, wedding planning. And I don't, I was, I wrote down, I don't care who Preminger is to you, lady. Don't get married within 24 hours of the assumed death of your child. <laughs> Honestly. It's like way too much grief to make sound decisions. Mistake. She literally... 
turns away as he puts the ring on her finger with her hand like over her forehead. Like she's Awful. gonna faint. Like, so terrible. You want a sign that you shouldn't get married? That's your sign. That is so away beyond. Yeah. Sign. Was it his strange manipulation? Was it his I'm sorry, the evil laughing, I can't. Was it the fact that you don't actually know that your child is dead yet? Then they go back to uh Erica in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. And Erica is singing a sad song, and then she gets an idea, and she... No, I, think, I think she's singing the song so that he falls <gasps> oh. asleep. Earlier, she's she, singing a sad song. Because she made the she's made the decision already, yeah. Right, okay. And she makes a little hook out of her hairpin, and she attaches it to, like, a bunch of straw that she's put together. She's very industrious. And oh, it was a hairpin! Yeah. Oh! Where, I thought was it? it was just more straw, and I was like, there's no hold way that's gonna hold up. anything. Although, to be fair, a hairpin also, there's no way it would have been able to hold the weight of those keys. Also, no, and also, the hairpin was so sharp on the end. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't want that on your head, but okay. No. And so she picks up the keys, and she off of the guard's belt, and she gets herself out of there. And then she runs into King Dominic, dressed as a guard, and he pretends to send the other guard away. And so they run off together. They've escaped. Yes, which is why I wrote down the security of this palace is a joke on so many levels. <laughs> Very true. Um, That guy doesn't even ask, like, hey, never seen you around here before. Where did you get that armor? Who are you? Like, Erica, you should be in jail. What are you doing here? What is going on? And then we go to the queen's wedding. The oh, um, which just, has 30 guests. Hmm? Considering she is the queen, you'd think she'd have a bigger wedding. Uh, yes, absolutely. And I feel like the guests are the townspeople. Like, it's not like they're all, like, fancy people. <laughs> It's just, maybe it's just a tiny town? Like, I don't know how much... It's weird. Uh, this wedding, the queen doesn't even bother to change her dress from nope. the dress she's been wearing this whole movie. She puts on a veil, alright? Preminger freaking struts down the aisle. He's so <laughs> excited to get married to the queen. He's, he's like, pumped. his his coat is in his eyes. He's so excited. And then they're at the altar. She's about to say yes. And who barges in? I actually don't All remember. the people. Everybody. <laughs> Uh, all four of them. The Erica, Annalise, and they're Dominic, like, and Julian. No, stop! He's evil! And he's like, she's like, oh, cool, bye! <laughs> like, <laughs> Peace out. Did not want to get married to this man. So go with, uh, with the flow. Yes. Because she was trying to save the kingdom, right? Like, that's... He had... He said he had money? Like, I don't really know why she was marrying him. They had to establish the kingdom by Annalise marrying Dominic, but also I guess Preminger would do... But also, right. they never said why the kingdom was in danger. Maybe they did at the beginning in that intro. Uh, the gold mines um, went out of gold. There was oh, no gold left. Oh, yes. That's probably why. Because yeah. he had the gold. I think that's what he'd been doing oh, for 10 years. Oh, he stole the gold. I don't know if he stole the gold, but he, like, is rich because of gold, so... That's so interesting. So he is rich. He could buy his ermine coat, but he just wants, wants more power? Money? Let me read this for a second. Mm, okay. Okay, so something amazing was occurring, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so it all started at the royal mine. Miners informed the queen and the gold ran out. The queen was shocked. The kingdom was bankrupt. If only she could call on her trusted advisor, Preminger, but he was away on a long journey, so she needed to do something quickly. And then Preminger comes back. He's, oh, he's been stealing the gold from the gold royal mines with his sidekicks, Nick okay, and Knack, for a long okay, time. Okay. okay, so this all makes sense now. So he's like, I'll give you all the gold. That's so interesting. I guess she's he like, just didn't take off with the gold. Weird. Also, if she knew he had the gold. Mm-hmm. And he'd been stealing it. Yes. Why did she not confiscate it as the queen? Very weird. Yeah. Like, or know that he wasn't trustworthy. Very weird. 
I, I rest my case. This queen, she is not paying attention. Like, I know she lost her glasses. Somebody kicked them off her face or no, something. Preminger's like, just like, I will marry you and the kingdom will be saved. And she's yeah. like, okay. And she doesn't have the question of, why are you so rich? Why are you more rich than I am? I am yes. the queen. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I honestly, if someone was paying more attention than, than either of us watching this, like, send us an email. I don't think we've gotten any emails yet. I don't, I haven't checked. <laughs> Actually, I haven't checked either. Send us an email. And so then, <laughs> I honestly don't even know if we have any listeners yet. We have Taryn. Uh-huh. When we announced it at a barbecue a week or two ago, by accident, I just said, I'm going to do a podcast. And someone from, like, across the yard went, you have a podcast? And then I had to talk about it. Okay, um, all right. So, so we may have a lot of... We may have a lot of um, listeners. Okay. Which is interesting. All right. Well, hi to you guys and send us an email. I think it's BSBarbiePod at gmail.com. No, it's Barbie's bowing and scraping because we did that before uh, we did everything else and gotcha. we got smarter as we went along but we can't <laughs> fix it now. So now it's Barbie's bowing and scraping we at really gmail.com. We really have gotten smarter as we've gotten. Honestly, that's just life, isn't it? <laughs> yes, we grow. We, we change and grow. Mm-hmm. Speaking of changing and growing and uh, lessons, just before mm-hmm. a lot of other things end up happening right at the tail end of this movie, they go through a quick little movie recap yeah, they show scenes from the start of the movie, like, half an hour before, or, like, whatever, you know, an hour. In case you forgot. In case you forgot the time that they met. And then... Or the time that they were together. They say that sometimes being free means choosing not to go, but to stay, which is a much more complex, Honestly. beautiful thing to say than live your dreams. Or... The opposite of live your dreams, which is sometimes regret things, but also do them because you have to. In reality, being free means choosing, in this case, to stay sometimes. Beautiful. Because it's true. Yeah. Sometimes freedom doesn't look the same way that you thought that it would, and it's a whole thing, and that's really lovely. It's true. Yeah. And honestly, they did a double a double one for that one, mm-hmm. because Erica did change her circumstances, but Annalise didn't. Mm-hmm. There you go. Interesting. And then they have a double wedding. It's the only double wedding in the Barbie movies. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. The king and Erica getting married is very quick, but honestly, it kind of makes sense because if your newfound best friend was getting married the same uh, the same day and theirs was spur of the moment, mm-hmm. you would be like, hey, we're in love too. Great. <laughs> we'll just hop on yours. Exactly. Just make it easy that way. Yeah, and then the little kids come and they have purple eyes, which is really freaky. Oh my gosh, some of the eyes in this movie, they were like, hmm, the regular colors aren't enough. (laughs) And then my last comment in the movie is that everyone gets married. Literally everyone. Everyone. The horse gets married. Not Preminger. Um, The cat. The cats get married and have plenty of kittens, is what they say. Something like this. The poodle finds another dog. I think. (laughs) Even though Preminger doesn't. Oh my god. Everybody, the queen was beside a man, so Mm -hmm. we're assuming that's her new husband. Was she really? I think so. Wow. But they didn't really make, like, they weren't any, like, they weren't looking at each other, but it was kind of like... They were like, listen, everyone's gotta get married, listen. Yeah, because Erica goes off and sings around the world, and then does come back to marry Dominic as well. Wait, no, I thought she got, she gets married in this. Hmm? She goes around the world and then gets married? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, so I guess there's, like, there's some time. It's not the same day. Yeah. But they both do get married at the same time. Yes, It's just, like, do. a year later. I guess so. Oh, okay. I guess time has passed. I missed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she goes and does stuff and then thinks, hmm, actually, I would like to marry Dominic. Because they part ways, right? He gives her a ring and they're like, no promises, eh? Yeah. And she goes off and does the thing and she's like, listen, you set me free and then I came back to you. 
which is real cute. Yeah, that's the end. There's mm -hmm. the credit and credit. There's the bloopers, which are incredible. I gave them in a thousand out of ten. Oh, the bloopers are so fun. They're so fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's the one that uh, dance move from Dominic mm -hmm. that uh, Karina thinks everyone should be doing. Oh yeah, what are we doing? Doing the all the youths. <laughs> Forget the floss. Go back to the uh, what do they call it? Moonwalk. I have some other notes, and they they happened during other stuff. Yeah, the queen doesn't even change her dress for the wedding. Preminger does, though. He changes into a white suit. When he's asked, do you take this woman to be your wife? He says, how could I refuse? Which is not, also very boss to say. And also not a yes. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine responding that way at your wedding? That it's would be insane. incredible. Preminger hops onto Hervé to run away, yeah. and Hervé does run with him, which I'm like, why did Hervé betray us like this? We yeah. thought he was good. I believe that the princes and the princesses are really in love. Like, I feel like they actually go well together. I think oh, we talked I, about that a little bit, but like... I fully agree. It makes yeah. a lot of sense the way that they end up together. Like, I root for these guys. And it's a lot less, like, I appreciated that. I feel like in a lot of movies where a prince ends up marrying somebody who's not royal, it's like a big deal that they're not royal, whereas in this one, mm -hmm. he's like, you're a person! Yeah. Cool. They're like, fine. Yeah, that's true. The, the queen doesn't really have a problem with the fact that he's not royal. She's just like, hey, we need money. Like, we need to marry you off because of the kingdom. Yeah, but, but it's if not that like, wasn't the case, like, listen, girl, you could have anyone you want. So as soon as that isn't a problem anymore, everything's fine. Yeah, it's not like a class issue for the mom. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming everything's fine because Preminger's gonna have to give all his money back. Yes. They never really said that. But the kingdom's yeah. doing great. Yeah, I assume that the kingdom does well after that. Oh, right! Okay, because they found out that the the mine was filled with geodes. Oh, right! Which are those rocks that are unassuming on the outside, but on the inside, they're made of, like, amethyst or something. And yeah. so they export that instead. I am looking up letterboxed reviews because oh, I saw yes. a few that were good. Okay, Shay says, Brave of other filmmakers to make their own movies, thinking there would be anything better than Barbie, Princess, and the Popper, 2004. Belle says, It's healthy to watch a critically acclaimed masterpiece every once in a while. Andy Lucas gives it... Four and a half stars, he says. Uh, I wonder what Clint Eastwood would say if I told him this Barbie movie that looks like it was animated on a calculator was more deserving of Best Picture than Million Dollar Baby. Oh my goodness. Still have the song from this stuck in my head. It's been 18 years. Which one? Uh, right, they're all good, Sam. Ah, alright, this is the last one I'll read. They gave it half a point and it just validates um, my concern that I didn't understand the plot that well. It's true. If the plot was any more convoluted, I don't think kids would be able to understand it. Or adults, for that matter. Not that I understood it, but that's probably for my own sanity. <laughs> that's what we got from Letterboxd for today. Thank you, Letterboxd. Yeah. Have we been rating out of ten or out of five? Ten I don't remember. Ten. Hold on. Let me look it up on Spotify. <laughs> All right. So, as for evil people, I assume we concur Preminger's first. Uh, for evil people? Yeah. Yeah. Top I mean, on entertainment good, value. Top on ridiculous honestly and top on having no reason he should have gotten away with anything yes and yet he did so clearly he's number one he's number one as for the sidekicks they were fine Mm -hmm. I didn't really love any of them. I more preferred the commentary about them. In terms of which one wins within this movie, it's probably the poodle because of his New York accent. But that's it. I don't actually like the poodle in any other way. 
I don't really like the poodle either. I just but don't I, really care about the other two. I especially dislike the cats for both different reasons. And so, <laughs> like, listen, Wolfie, I think Wolfie is cute, but he also just annoys me. I don't know. I agree. A lot of the sidekicks and in these Seraph- movies are not lovable. I don't know. Serafina really irks me. Oh, Serafina. <laughs> no, I think it's Wolfie, even though he he gets on my nerves with his, his dog bark, I think it's who he is, and so I'm like, Ugh. You'd be you really know? undermining the song. Exactly. So yeah. I think I do need to go with that, just for, on principle, and I think he's the most well-meaning. He's the least... Annoying. Yeah. And then... In the deep sense. And then for princes, hmm. let's remember who our princes are. We have okay. Eric, we yeah. have Stefan, Ugh. we have, um... Who's the last guy? <laughs> What was the last movie? Swan Lake. He was one who had hobbies but wanted to adventure, but I don't remember what his <laughs> name is. Daniel. Daniel. The best prince so far is my note about Daniel. I might have put Eric for... Uh, maybe it was Daniel. I can't remember. <laughs> also in these notes, Daniel is so bland. <laughs> Daniel is very bland, which is why we couldn't remember. And then we have Julian and we have Dominic. I would say I put... Ooh, this is hard. I put Julian at the top. And then I think maybe Eric and or Daniel, because I don't really remember Daniel mm-hmm. that much, but I remember that I liked him. Yes. And then Dominic after them, and then Stefan is still clearly last place. Oh my goodness, is he ever. Let's leave Stefan at the bottom. Yeah, I think that Julian is really high for me. I think Eric is up there. I don't know what I've rated them before. Maybe I'm going against myself. Well, we've only named two so far, so you're fine. Julian and Eric are, like, the tops. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then probably, yeah, then we've got... What's his face and then Stefan last. Dominic was fine. Yeah. He just didn't do anything in this movie. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't to the extent that it was ridiculous like oh, Stefan. Dominic. Yeah, he just kind of was like around and he had jobs. Yes. He just wasn't on screen doing them. Whereas Stefan was on screen doing nothing. <laughs> Which exactly. is why Stefan yes. is still last. What were our notes with Stefan? He was just I mean, we've gone like we probably have ten or fifteen minutes worth of content from our podcast about us hating on Stefan. Honestly, yeah, I think the whole time was just screaming like Stefan <laughs> Stefan is seventeen years old, really believes in war. A bit rude to the soldiers who almost died looking for the girl he was hitting on the day before. He gets saved but- by his seven-year-old brother, Tommy. Yes. Um, but he did let them have food, so we'll give him a point. And then, out of ten, what do we give this movie? Ten Barbie, or princess tattoos. Oh. Princess crown tattoos. Mm. And then, um, I give it a 9.6 out of ten mm-hmm. unassuming rocks. I love it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Also, I correct myself, it's not a tattoo, it's a birthmark. It's clearly so good. But I want to save my last few points in case I get odd, like, in awe. Also, gotcha. because Mermadia is You're saving coming. your ten. Well. Well. That I was mean, that. that's that. <laughs> oh, we sometimes give recommendations for what people should watch and what they should read and oh, what they yeah. should do and what we'd like to do for that. My love for Heartland has been reignited. <gasps> yeah. It's so good, and it's so homey, weirdly, in the opposite to what most shows do. It starts off a lot more angsty than it ends up. Honestly, Mm -hmm. it and Grey's Anatomy are the only things where, like, they started angsty, and they slowly got less that way. I just really love Heartland. It it ages so well. Watch it. Don't be intimidated by 15 seasons either. It's one of those shows where, like, it's kind of non-committal in that if you can get to, like, season six or seven, that most seasons end on a note where you can stop, and it's fine. <laughs> there might be a, a cliffhanger from, like, a B-plot. So, that's my recommendation of the moment. Right on. Ooh, and the Danish String Quartet. They're really good. I would recommend the podcast The Villain Was Right. 
I really enjoy that one. They basically watch a movie and then they argue from the villain's perspective because in some movies, the villain was right. This was not one of those movies, but I, it's just a good time. And it's hosted by two comedians that are very funny and Canadian, which is also really fun because they reference Canadian things and that's fun. All right, well, <laughs> Karina and I are clearly on another night where we could do with a nap. So, and by a nap, I mean a regular sleep. Yep. So, that is Bowerbeam's Bowing and Scraping. Yep, you can... There's Twitter, there's Instagram. We're not on them, but our podcast I mean, we is... we do nothing with them, but it's fine. Just find us on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Send email us an email, us. which would be interesting. Honestly, the emails are more what we are hoping for. I feel like my goal is to get an email. Oh, also, the next one is Fairytopia, so get excited for that. <gasps> the next one, Fairytopia? It will be sooner than four months from now. I make no promises. We should probably say goodbye. Yes. Bye, everybody. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Bye. Figure it out yourselves. Bye. production button. I should really look into that. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Whoa. Cool.